Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Hello again and welcome to the latest edition of the Dogcast. My name is Luke Marchioro and I am joined by Todd Gray, the man behind the At The Dogs SA Twitter handle. And Todd, uh, after a fantastic Adelaide Cup, we keep going with the Spring Carnival with the Gawler Gold Cup heats on Monday night. Uh, yes, uh, Gawler, my, my local uh, down there. I've always been around Gawler my whole life. and that. It's got a bit of a soft spot for the Gawler track, so I've got a bit of a soft spot for the Gawler Gold Cup. Probably one of my favourite features for the whole year, to be honest with you. It's a fantastic carnival, and we've got a fantastic night of racing on Monday night. We're going to get stuck into all that. We're also going to have a look back at the 2023 Adelaide Cup and what a fantastic edition of the race that was. So we've got a big show, uh, plenty to get stuck into today. The Week in Review. Our Week in Review is brought to you by the Fresh Pet Food Co. Proud suppliers of fresh pet food for GAP SA and the GAP SA prison programs. Visit, visit their website at freshpetfoodco.com.au. And Todd, what a fantastic Adelaide Cup we had Friday night. A really big crowd and it was transponder for Jason Thompson who just held out big energy for... Kel and Jackie Greeno. Oh, what a finish. Uh, that is a finish worthy of a Group 1. That's a finish worthy of our biggest race of the year. Um, look, I did lean a bit towards Transponder. I did tip Transponder to win the final and that because of the box draw, and it kind of worked out how I thought it would. But when Big Energy got the second, I thought Big Energy was going to get kind of crowded up early. When Big Energy got the second down the back, I thought, oh, I'm in big trouble here. But Transponder just found that little kick, and probably one more stride, we have a different winner, but that's racing for you. Um, and Mapunga Smokey running in third was a really nice bit of an eye-catcher as, uh, as well. But Transponder, box one, uh, box one was his f- best friend, and Scalacci, unfortunately, box five was his worst enemy. Yeah, it was. It was a fantastic race, and um, we had a few people on course saying it uh, hasn't been too often that the outside doesn't get the photo here at Angle Park. So yeah. I think people were a little bit surprised by that on course, but it was a really fantastic race, and um, yeah, transponder, full credit to Jason Thompson and his team. They just seem to keep finding ways to win these group races. Yeah, it's funny you say that with the uh, with the photo as well, because I was out the front watching it live, and when they crossed the line, I went, up. Oh, the one got that. Like, I was confident the one got it. Then when I watched the replay, I went, whoa, if I were, that was a lot closer than what I thought it would be as well. And again, one more stride, Big Energy gets it. But yeah, Jason Thompson adds, they had another trophy to their cabinet, or it's probably not even their trophy cabinet, it's probably their trophy room now. And it was a fantastic run in third from Mapunga Smokey. Mm. And Hana Rico in fourth was really, really good behind that as well for Ashley Griffiths as well. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, not shamed at all. You know, um, very handy little midfielder uh, run uh, considering rank outsider as well. Bit of a bit of an awkward draw in eight. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be nice and prime ready for the Gawler Cup coming up. Absolutely. Um, and also some other fantastic features on the night as well. Federal Fernando for Dave Peckham, who we'll talk about a bit later, took out the Country Cup uh, representing Murray Bridge, came through the Murray Bridge qualifier, and that was a really impressive performance as well. Yeah, and it's kept winning since too. Straight to the front and kind of really never in doubt there. So, yeah, Murray Bridge takes down the Cup this year and bragging rights. I think it was the first time that Murray Bridge have actually done that since oh. the redevelopment as well. So it's a fantastic effort for them and well done to Dave as well. Agent 99 for Ben Rawlings took out the consolation and a bit of a surprise in that race but it was a really really good performance it was back to its best uh, it was actually look it, it ran a really nice race in the Adelaide Cup heats showed a very kind of a surprising leader to the winning post there so I wasn't surprised to see Agent 99 lead but when Dasha Blue got the second down the back I thought Dasha Blue's got this but full credit to the agent held out Dasha Blue um, just on its own merits then and for a relatively what I thought was a comfortable win and the Premier's Cup was probably my favourite race of the night on paper it was Fantastic Radley and Moraine Susie and then Zipping Neutron just showed its class and won a race against a really, really quality field. Oh, that that lived up to the hype, too, you know. Uh, we had three dogs there, which everyone, I couldn't really separate the three. Uh, full credit to Neutron as well. I mean, one more stride and Susie 
would have made it real close too. And Radley was not um, was not disappointing back in third. And obviously he took a lot of credit out of that because he went on the win the following start um, after that. So he kind of took a lot of bonuses from that. Uh, that was a great race. Uh, so well down to the Aloisi cam, zipping Neutron. Uh, he... He deserved to have a, a bit of a feature win to his name after his recent run, uh, recent runs of um just winning all the free for alls and stuff like that. So now that 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 lived up to the hype. That was probably have to be the same. If you've got a soft spot for distance races, probably one of my favourite races of the night. It was a fantastic night. It was great to see so many people on course. It was a was see a green and white with all those tab beanies and to have so many people on course and um, be really a part of it. Made for a really great atmosphere. There's a really big roar in the Adelaide Cup and yeah, it was great to see so many people on track. Yeah, you got the hear you got the hear the whole crowd, the noise too. Lots of kids as well. Uh, this is what I saw the bouncing castles were an absolute hit too. And like I said, those beanies, it was. Uh, I think everyone, everyone and their dog had one. Well, that was our review of the 2023 Adelaide Cup, and now we're going to look ahead to the 2023 Gawler Gold Cup Carnival. The Preview. The Preview is brought to you by the 2023 Gawler Gold Cup Carnival, Gawler Gold Cup final night, Sunday the 29th of October. And Todd, it's going to be a fantastic night on course. Uh, Trackside entertainment, bars, music, it's going to be a kids' entertainment. It's going to be a really fantastic night there at Gawler. I will be. Gawler's a good little setup for these kind of nights too. How you've got the, you know, obviously like the finer dining and the upstairs too. But downstairs, you still have that kind of country feel and atmosphere about it as well. And there's always plenty to do. Like I said, stuff for the kids. There'll be music there as well. I think Gawler get this right just about every year. So if you can come on down, please do. Um, and the Gawler Cup, I said, goes back heaps in tradition. I've got a list of winners here and that. And you just look at some of the names on that list and... Gosh, there's been some very good dogs win this over the decades. It's been a fantastic carnival, and this year will be no exception. So book your tickets now. Uh, for more information, visit greyhoundracingsa.com.au. Before we get to the final, we've got to look through the heats on Monday night, and we've got nine heats across the three features on Monday night. Three fantastic features, the Gawler Gold Cup, of course, the Gawler Sprint Classic, and I think we'll start with the Bothing Stayers Cup over 643 metres, and... Uh, let's go through the fields there for the first heat on the card. So um, in box, so heat one is race two. So we've got Sutton Ebony in box one. Springvale Rex for Gavin Harris in box two. Box four is Machismo for Richard Pierce. Box six is Mapunga. Sorry, box five is Mapunga Raider for Tim Aloisi. And box eight will be Zipping Highland for Nicole Price. Uh, yeah, look. Yeah, listen, there's no real beating around the bush about this. Sipping Highland's the hype dog at the moment, especially over the 600 metres at Gawler. He's got a picket fence for form as well. He's uh, he's won the race, he's gone straight to the front. He won a race a few starts back. If you look when he got absolutely shuffled back, it looked like he had no chance. So Zipping Highland, box eight, 37.22 as a PB. Gosh, that's going to be awfully hard to be. I actually rate Zipping Highland as a box eight band. I think box wide run, wide draws suit it a lot better. Um, Mapunga Raider, now that's a dog which a little bit of an enigma to me. Probably the dog I know least about in the whole series. Um, but again, its form speaks for itself. Uh, Saturn Ebony is going to be a leader. I, have, I can't see any any scenario where the one don't lead for probably the first two thirds of the distance, but does tie up a little bit that last hundred meters. But no, Zipping Highland for me. That's going to be the dog to beat, and that's probably going to be my selection to win the uh, the win the final as well uh, before the draw. Obviously, it's been flying for Nicole Price that dog lately, and it's just been really impressive. I think last start against Kruger Lass was mm. a really fantastic race, and it's one of those dogs that's going really well. Mapunga Raider's probably more of a dog with 5.30 form behind it, but I'm never one to doubt Tim Aloisi with these staying dogs. He just seems to find a way to produce these dogs and produce really, really good runs as well. And it's probably a bit the same with Richard Pearce. Um, Machismo was going well a few months ago for Vadim Roz, and obviously Vadim's moved over to New South Wales. And 
Richard's taken on Machismo and it's sort of come back to its best form a little bit over the 5.95. A few really good runs. And on at Gawler, it might be one of those ones that, uh, to watch out for it running uh, at a bit of a price, potentially. Yeah, yeah Machismo took probably a couple of runs just to get back into it, the, the flow of things and normality for Richard and all that. But uh, since then, old Dickie Pierce has got this dog flying on Machismo. Look... I don't think it can give dogs like Mopanga Raider and Zipping Highland a start, and I think it will. I think it'll be one of the last dogs out of the boxes there. Um, Springvale Rex can show pace as well on his day, but the one will lead for mine, and I think it comes down to six and eight, and I do lean towards the eight. Can Sutton Ebony run a race here, do you think, or do you think it's probably 6.43, you don't know, because it did beat Finnish Jewel last start, and we have high wraps on Finnish Jewel as a young up-and-coming greyhound, so or two starts ago, I should say, but yeah, it's um, how do you see that one in this race as well? I definitely, I, I has to, will lead, there's no no mites about it, will lead for mine, but I think it's, a, I rate Sutton Ebony as a bit more of an Angle Park specialist, I think it's the 5.95 at Angle Park suits it a bit better than the 6.40 at Gaul, I think that's a bit of a tougher run for it, um, and it kind of burns itself out a little bit, um, I won't be surprised to see it in front probably till around about where just before the 600 meter box was on lap number two then i think it'll start to get the old tippy toes and there's be some dogs storming out of the clouds for this so something maybe will be a leader but we'll need some kind of little argy bargy or something behind the holder for mine yeah, I think it'd be a little bit like that as well. I just think being in front, you never know what's going to happen in some of these races. But mm. I, yeah, I agree with you. I think Zipping Highland will be on top. I've got my Punga Raider second for Tim Aloisi. I'll put Sutton Ebony in for third, and I've got my Kizmo running fourth. Yeah, my numbers in there will be uh, yeah, eight Zipping Highland on top from six for Punga Raider. Uh, I'm throwing Machismo in for fourth, and I am putting two Springvale Rex in. Uh, sorry, in for fourth. Machismo in for third. My bad. So eight, six, four, and two. Let's look ahead to heat number two, Todd, and that'll be race three on the card. So box one, Dashing Deb for Gavin Harris. Box two, Zipping Senorita for Cameron Forshaw. Box four, Zipping Neutron for Tim Aloisi. Kruger Lass for Bronwyn Welsh. And Spring Monica in box eight for Richard Pierce. Todd, Zipping Neutron looks the favourite here. Do you see anything causing it a bit of an upset? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Neutron will be favourite. He has to be odds on for mine. Um, look, he, when he, he did a stewards trial um, before the first a few weeks back at Gawler and he broke 37. And speaking of Bothing, Bothing is the last dog I can really remember off the top of my bald bonds breaking 37. Um, so that's that's just unheard of. He's still a track record holder, Bothing. I still rem- I remember Bothing quite well as the dog, but uh, it was kind of back before I was fully appreciative of what the just how good this dog was. Uh, so Zipping Neutron's got a bit of Bothing kind of feel about it. Uh, again, he showed on Thursday night that he's you know still back at his best as well. Look, I, yeah, he, he has to be my on-top selection. I can't see him really getting beaten unless they check him up early here and there's not a lot of pace. I mean, vacant boxes either side, zipping Senorita's not exactly fast out. Dashing Deb's probably going to be your leader out of boxes for mine, a bit like Sutton Ebony as well. Reckon it'll get um, the stitch with probably about 50 or 60 um, metres left to go. Uh, Kruger Lass looks the clear the clear danger, if any. Uh, a bit of a, a bit of an underrated dog, Kruger Lass, its whole career. A very, very genuine Tries its guts out every time and kind of gets overlooked quite often for mine. But no, Zipping Neutron, look, I've rambled on long enough, but in short, Zipping Neutron. I think Zipping Neutron is definitely the one to bet here. It's got the runs on the board in the staying thing. I'm really keen to see Kruger Lass again. So second look at the 6.43 um, was obviously just beaten by Zipping Highland last week. And it's come through the Broken Hill Qualifier, the Million Dollar Chase, where mm. it beat Troopeteers and Trappeteers and Ailey Bale and some really good dogs there. And then also ran fourth in its semi-final and was a really good run at Wentworth Park a few starts back in a really quality field. So second run over the 6.43, I think it's going to improve a little bit. It's a, it's not a leading dog. It's going to get back and put some pressure on Zipping Neutron late, I think. But I just think Zipping Neutron will have too much quality here as well. Yeah, well, that's it. I think Zipping Neutron beats uh, Kruger Lass out of the boxes. So if it's in front of it, 
you know, at the winning post the first time round. I can't see why he's not going to be in front of it the second time round as well. Yeah, I think that's it for me as well. So I'm going to go 4-6, Zipping Senorita for third for Cameron Forshaw, and I will throw Dashing Deb in for fourth. Uh, yep, my number's four to beat six. I'm going to throw one Dashing Deb, which I think will be your leader, um, but a few wide runners will do a bit of favour for it. Uh, and then throw number eight, Spring Moniker in for four. So it'll be four, six, one, and eight for me. It's always a really interesting race. So um, only the two heats there, but I think there's some real quality there, and it's probably going to set up for a really good final uh, Sunday week. Oh, the final's going to be brilliant, and I'm really looking forward to seeing the draw there because there's a few dogs which grow a leg off the outside draws and same from the inside. So, yeah, that final be a beauty. Let's look ahead to the Gawler Sprint Classic. Now, we've got three heats of the Gawler Sprint Classic. There'll be races 8, 9, and 10 on the program. And given some of the quality 400-meter performances we've seen at Gawler, it's no surprise that this field is just full of quality. So let's go through heat number one. So uh, box one, heat one, cash on delivery for Ashley Griffiths. Box two, rage quit for Maddie Schultz. Box four, Zaluska for Nathan Goodenough. Box five, Mr. Ticket for Ben Rawlings. Box seven, Emily Apollo for Jack Williams. And box eight, Orson Assassin for Dave Peckham. Todd, uh, cash on delivery looks the on topper here, but uh, talk us through the race. Well, he's obviously he's he was the Berm short course dog for a good while, obviously, when he was dominating around Gawler, nearly broke the track record, but I think Set broke the first split record at Gawler, obviously flying up the Murray Bridge straight, represented us in the straight track championship. Uh, look, he'll be your favourite here. I can't see how he won't be, but there are, I am a little bit worried, just a little bit about the two rage quit at the start. Rage quit, can, when, when it pings at its best, can go in the 850s and that early, and it might be able to lean on cash on delivery just a little bit. So he will need to be on song early for mine and be at the best box man as possible. I actually lean a little bit towards the dog, which is leading the uh, Gawler Grain of the Year at the moment, I believe, and that's number seven, Emily Apollo. I reckon, again, will can ping, has went in the 840s first split too, which cash on delivery has done. Look, You'll know your fate nice and nice and early here between the one and the seven. Whichever one of them leads, I think, wins for mine. But I'm going to lean just a little bit towards the seven because I'm, I'm more worried about the dogs drawn, uh, like Rage Quit drawn next to Cash on Delivery than I am, say, Orson Assassin drawn next to Emily Apollo. So I, I'm going to go seven there from um, Emily Apollo from number one, Cash on Delivery. Throwing in Mr. Ticket in for third because he always runs on and gives his absolute best. And Zaluska four for me so seven one five and four yeah i think i've got cash on delivery on top i just think on the rail it's going to if it gets away like we know it can it's going to lead and i think it'll give them something to chase and i don't know at its best i don't think that they'll be able to catch it on monday night so i've got cash on delivery on top to beat emily apollo i also had mr ticket in for for third and i had rage quit in for fourth as well so this is a dog that's run some really good races and probably hasn't won as many as it should like as it should have but has put in some really good performances in recent weeks as well mm. So that is heat one of the Gawler Spring Classic. Let's look ahead to heat number two. Uh, so this is a really quality field as well. We've got Go Go Snow in box one for Tamika Dunn, who took out the uh, North-South Challenge at Gawler earlier this year. Aston Piston for Dave Peckham in box two. Magic Poppet for Kerry Stagg in box four. Sutton Prince for Angela Modra in box five. Pappy's Boys in box seven for Nathan Goodenough. And box eight will be Agent Four for Ben Rawlings. Yeah, and there's, there's a few few unknowns in here for me as well. I haven't quite looked up their replays and form in that as well, but two, Aston Piston for Dave Peckham and seven, Pappy's Boy for Nathan Goodenough. I don't know a lot about them, so a bit of an unknown for mine, so I'll stick with what I do know. And this race does intrigue me because number one, Go Go Snow, likes to run wide, likes to run very wide. So this could be... 
They're, this could be... Oh, there could be some trouble in this race early if it gets its own way, if it doesn't ping especially, which is why I lean towards the eight, Agent 4. Uh, I reckon it can clear the field early and um, get a bit of a break on them as well and maybe miss if the, if the one decides to drift out to the right too or when it decides to drift out to the right, we'll miss all that. So I'm with Agent 4 there for the Ben Rawlings kennel. Uh, Sutton Prince kind of is the little smoky for mine. He's the dog which... Um, Probably, I reckon, out of the rest, out of all these, he'd be the second best 500-meter dog behind Agent 4. Uh, he can get the distance. One of the dog which isn't pivotal, he has to lead. So he's in for second. Go Go Snow in for third. Again, I just don't know what's going to happen when it comes to that first 50 or 75 meters with Snow when it tries to go wide. Oh, very, very good on its day, though. And I'm going to throw Magic Poppet in for four. So I'm going to stick with the dogs that I know. So I'm going eight, five, one, and four. Yeah, it's a really interesting race. Go Go Snow's a dog with really terrific caller form. So is Magic Poppet in recent starts mm. as well. So... Um, I did a little bit of a looking into Pappy's Boys for Nathan Goodenough. So it's actually got a Geelong form, so 400 at Geelong. So yep. it's got a bit of background behind it there. So whether it thinks it's coming to Adelaide, it's got a little bit of a drop in quality, it might be one of these ones that thinks it can win, but obviously has a few starts over the 400-metre journey there. But, um, yeah, I actually had Magic Poppet on top in this race. I just think it, um, it could cause a bit of an upset here. If it gets away and leads and finds a bit of clear running, it might be able to clear it if Go Go Snow goes to the inside and takes a couple with it as well. So... Yeah, no, it's funny you say, because this is a bit of a race where I, I kind of don't really know how it's going to pan out early too. Because again, as I said with Agent 4, Magic Poppet could be the one who gets to fly and then gets all the favours when the run goes wide too. I reckon out of all the heats, and these are great by the way, these classic um, sprints are just as good as the Gawler Cup heats. I think this is the one with the most depth and kind of the trickiest race. Yeah, so I had Magic Poppet on top to beat Go Go Snow. I had Agent 4 for Ben Rawlings in third, and then I had uh, Pappy's Boys uh, the seven in for fourth as well. But yeah, heat two looks to be the most open of the three heats and one that I think is uh, going to surprise a few on Monday night for sure. Let's look ahead to heat three, which is race 10 on the Gawler program. And uh, so we've got Rock and Rhino in box one for Ashley Griffiths. Uh, box two, Universal Value for Mike Widolts. Box four, Singing Jewels for Tamika Dunn. Box five, Silk Sonic for Tim Richards. Box seven, Paxton Dutton for Nathan Goodenough. And box eight, Bandit Trixie for Ben Rawlings. So... Uh, Todd, how did you see this one playing out? Oh, again, this race, a bit of an, a few unknowns here, but I'm going with a dog I know probably, I reckon, is the strongest dog out of these, especially um, at Gawler 2, knows the track like the back of its paw, and that's number two universal value for Mike Widolts. Uh, he really likes the inside draws for mine, and I think he's going to get an absolute gun run here because the one Rock and Rhino is going to jump well, and the first thing it tries to do is go um, go wide. Not as wide as Go Go Snow, but does drift off a little bit. I'm actually hoping Universal Value just misses the start by that just that quarter of a length, half a length, so it can take the full advantage of the inside run um, from the one. Um, and the same with the forcing of jewels, it goes wide. Silk Sonic, I rate as a bit of a, a center tracker. So it's going to, some dog's going to get at all the favors early here. And I keep coming up with two universal value. Uh, in for second, I'm putting Bandit Trixie. It's a dog as well, which can absolutely shanghai the lids. And if it can get a soft lead, I can't see him getting run down. But there's enough speed and some wide runners in this to maybe make Trixie do a little bit of work and it might not be able to get across. I think it's going to be a bit of Sydney or the bush for um, Bandit Trixie. Uh, in for third, Rock and Rhino. Again, he's going he's going quite well here. Won at Angle Park last night over to 500. Um, hits the line relatively well. I just think he's going to make the race for the two. And in for fourth, I'm going to put in number seven, Paxton Dutton as well. The form speaks for itself, but I reckon with those wide runners drawn next to it, it's going to kind of be kept off the track early. So my final numbers in that race will be two, eight, one, and seven. Yeah, it's a really interesting heat, this one. I think universal value, you have to put it on top. I just think with the Gawler form behind it, I think 15 starts over the track and distance, I think over the 400, 
and coming off some really strong form in the Country Cup as well. So I think it's going to be one that you've got to really keep an eye out for in this race as well. So I've got that on top. I think, um, yeah, Bandit Trixie in for second. I think Rock and Rhino for third as well. It's going to run home really well over the 5.30. Um, and then, oh, yeah, I had Silk Sonic in for fourth. I always respect Tim Richards, especially over the short sure. course as well. So um, they're generally pretty good dogs. So I think you have to throw that one in your mix there as well. Yeah, like I said, it's a very, very, very open race, very, very open series. I am really looking forward to seeing how that um, whole final um, pans out too. These are, these are, there are six or eight of the best short course dogs we've got in SA are in this series. Yeah, it is. And it, like, I think it speaks to some of the quality short course racing we've seen at Gawler over the years. Some of those 400 free-for-alls on Sunday nights and during the week have been some really, really quality races, you know, with cash on delivery and universal value. So hopefully we get a really good final after these heats on Monday night. So shapes up to be a really interesting race uh that one moving forward right let's look ahead to the big one now todd the 2023 gawler gold cup the group three 35,000 total prize money in the final 25,000 to the winner and what a fantastic field we've got assembled here four heats uh let's kick it off with heat one which will be race four on the card so box one aston zebel for dave peckham box two springvale max for gavin harris Box three, Dash of Blue for Richard Pierce. Box four, Agent 99 for Ben Rawlings. Box six, Kuron Cam for Tim Richards. Box seven, Harry for Brenda Oakey. And box eight, Zoe Rose for Tony Lagana. Todd? Uh, a couple of your favourites in this race. Yeah. Talk us through this one. How do you see this one playing? Oh, that don't make me choose. This one here is I can't. You can't tip them all here. The, my on top selection. I'm actually going to say is, is is my top pick, and then say why I'm actually a little bit worried. And that is me old mate Dash of Blue. Now I really like this run in the consolation. Even though I thought it was going to win, it wasn't. It was far from a bad run running second here. Uh, Dash of Blue. Look, it can show a bit of speed, but it's going to need to. And I don't even know. I don't know if I actually want it to show that speed in this start because the four Agent 99 and Kuron Cam are going to ping and cut hard left. He might be better off just missing it that half a length and letting them kind of take each other on and kind of maybe hopefully follow them over, let them burn each other out a little bit up front and just kind of smoke the pipe and finish on late. So I am going with Dash of Blue, but uh, that I think it's going to go exactly to plan or it's going to go exactly oh, the opposite. Uh, so dash of blue, but you need to dodge to four and the six on that first turn. Uh, in for second, I am putting in number six, Kuron Cam. I reckon win that early speed battle out of four and six when it comes to it. Might even be able to cut across and maybe snip the four a little bit. And then two little kind of bolters in for third and fourth here. I won't be, I will not be surprised if they cause the upset. And that is number eight, Zoe Rose. Likes box eight. She goes really well at Gawler too. And she can jump okay, stays wide and hits the line well. We've seen her win over the middle distance. And everyone's old mate, Harry. Look, he, he just tries his guts out every single start too. Not too badly drawn out in seven. And again, we'll get a lovely carton to the race from the four and the six. But I'm going with Dash of Blue here, number three. And I just hope it can um, just miss those absolute speedsters drawn alongside it. So three, six, eight, and seven are my numbers. Yeah, it's a really interesting race. There seems there's so much speed in this race. Even Springvale Max from yep. the two is definitely a quick beginner as well. So Dash of Blue's been going quite well early. And it, at Gawler especially, it seems to jump quite well. But... Um, I put Agent 99 on top. I just think that it's going to have enough speed to get away. And I think it's probably a little bit stronger than Kuron Cam as well over the 5.30. So I had Agent 99 on top to beat Dash of Blue. Um, but really, as we saw in that consolation, you could split hairs between those two you dogs. Can. They're both really quality. Um, you get a bit of a form guide with that. But I think Agent 99, um, I'm happy to put that on top. To beat Dash of Blue, 
I had Aston Zebel in for third for Dave Peckham. I really respect this dog. It's had some, you know, it's done some really good performances over the 512 at Mount Gambier. It's um, done really well down the straight track. It's done really well at Murray Bridge. Had a look at Gawler last week. So I think it'll be a little bit better for the run. So I've got that in for third from the one draw. And I also had Zoe Rose in for fourth. So I think if it, it's going to be one of those dogs that will sit back behind the speed yep. as well. A bit like Dasha Blue, and you might see it swooping home late as well. So... That was my numbers there. But, yeah, I think um, Agent 99 and Dasha Blue, you could probably flip a coin between those two. And there's probably four or five winning hopes in that race. And I think it speaks to the depth in the uh, the total field that that's the first heat on the card. Oh, it is. There's so much depth there. Like, we didn't even talk about a dog called Springvale Max, which on its day can absolutely cause a boil over. But, again, you can't pick them all. And there's all, there is all these heats. have got so much depth. Let's move along to heat number two. This is we race five. So, Box one is Springvale Brave for Mick Giniotis. Box two, Time After Time for Tim Richards. Box three, Adhana Rico for Ashley Griffiths. Box four, Nicola Rose for Des Hockley. Box six, Zipping Digby for Tim Aloisi. Box seven, Federal Fernando for Dave Peckham. And box eight, Doonan for Ben Rawlings. Todd, what do you think about this one? Oh, I had to, honest, I reckon I flip-flopped half a dozen times when I was looking at this between the one and the three. Uh, look, I ended up settling on Springvale Bray purely because of the box one factor. Uh, a versatile type, we know that. We've seen him over five, six, and 700 here. Uh, Michael Giniotis, Gawler, you know, um, a regular there too. Look, the two time after time is going to jump well and stay a little bit wide, and that was kind of a little bit of my um, leaning towards the one here. At Hana Rico, again, he's, he's flying at the moment. Uh, great run in the Adelaide Cup um, final. He just needs to dodge that too, and if he does, I would love if the if there's every chance that the one could find itself possibly in the second or third, or maybe even leading to the first turn, and with Rico out chasing, that'll be a brilliant. Oh, I don't know how that'll pan out. That'll be an absolute humdinger of a of a last hundred meters there. Uh, in for third, I'm going to put Federal Fernando. I think that's probably going to be be your early leader, but I don't know if it's going to get fully be able to get across because these inside dogs will punch up a little bit on the first turn into the rail. Uh, in for fourth, Doonan as well. Bit of a hot and cold type, um, but when he's good, he's very good. So I've went Springvale Bray to beat at Hana Rico, but my, my word, my mind changed so many times then. Uh, Federal Fernando in for third and Doonan to round out the first four. It's a great race, this one. I had Federal Fernando on top in this race. I think... It, um, it was really impressive last week from box eight. It got over a field there at Gawler. Um, I think it's only going to improve on that again. And, you know, its country cup form was really good. It, um, it's beat some of these dogs in that series as well. So I've got Federal Fernando on top. To beat Springvale Bray, Mick Giniotis has this dog flying, flying. at the moment. And uh, one of Yates' favourite theories is the dogs coming back from distance dogs back to, so 680 back to 530. Back to five, yep. They always seem to run on really well. So I'm going to stick with that form as well for him. So I think Federal Fernando on top to beat Springvale Bray and Hana Rico for third. I think if you flip one and three in the boxes around, I would probably have yep. them on top. And I just think that Springvale Bray is going to get to the rail and be really hard to hold out for Hana Rico. And it can chase over the top, but I think Springvale Bray is such a good dog. So, but really, you could throw anything between them. So yeah, seven Federal. Fernando to beat Springvale Bray at Hana Rico and I'm going to throw Nicola Rose in for fourth um, took out the run of the month in oh, September man, with an massive. unbelievably big run and I think it's best is definitely good enough on this track to challenge as well so um, there's definitely a bit of form there and another one to mention as well is Zipping Digby too for Tim Aloisi so had a really nice win on Cup Night over uh, the 5.30 in Angle Park and as a dog with plenty of improvement as well so it'll be interesting to see how it goes at Gawler.
Yeah, well, there's a lot of run-on types in this race, especially, too, which is why you're right. Federal Fernando looks the obvious leader as well, but the, some of these dogs keep up a lot better when they draw the inside, and you you got it bang on. If you swap the box draws around for one and three, you would have swapped my selections around as well. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And if anyone hasn't seen that run of Nicola Rose, go onto the website and have a look at it because it is massive. Yeah, absolutely. It was just, um, when you watch it, see it come up with the lids and how it's far back it gets. It's just not possible. It Should looks so strong to win, and like I it's going to be really dangerous. And, again, another really open heat. Let's look ahead to the third heat, which will be race six on the card. So uh, box one, Springvale Maddie for Gavin Harris. Box two, Stout Manelli for David Gill coming back to SA as well. So had some affiliation with Tim Aloisi previously too. He's all purpose for Tim Richards in box three. Agent 19 for Ben Rawlings in box four. Max Rocker for Ben Rawlings in box six. Box seven, who knows Darren for Don Turner. And box eight, Victor Tony for Vadim Roz. Todd, talk us through this race. Oh, the speed is going to be on something fierce here. It's going to suit a run-on type, and I'm going back to uh, well, the, the visitor. He know he knows these tracks very well. He was the boom dog here early last year, and that is number two, Stout Manelli, the dog that just keeps on keeping on. Uh, look, Springvale Maddie's going to ping, and I think give Stout Manelli the rail straight away too, and I think he'll just sit on the inside and let dogs like Springvale Maddie, Agent 19, who knows Darren, even Victor Tony, all go forward early all kind of take each other on, use up their petrol tickets and that. They're not all going to get their own way too. They, they can't all lead. And I just think he's going to be just sitting behind them just saying, thank you very much, boys, and ready just to mow them down in the home straight too. So Stout Manelli is my on-top selection too. Uh, another dog, you said it before earlier, when you just respect a dog. And I respect Stout Manelli to the hills and back. So Stout Manelli is my on-top selection. After that, it is so wide here. Uh, I ended up putting Springvale Maddie in for second. I think Maddie will probably end up winning. Maybe, in my, my opinion, will win that early speed battle out of those four I just mentioned. Um, I'm going to put in Victor Tony, a bit of a surprise. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't expect to see Victor Tony over here for, um, for the cup. Now, box eight, not the worst draw for Victor Tony, to be honest with you. And we know that he's seeing the track as well. Um, he's probably, as well, out of those dogs... He's got a little bit of backbone to him as well. He can at least hit the line okay. You know, he's not a dead set need to lead dog. Um, and I think the seven gives him a beautiful cart into the race. And Agent 19 in to round out the first four there. And I've left out some pretty handy ones too. But Stout Manelli on top for mine from Springvale, Maddie, Victor Tony, and uh, Agent 19. So two, one, eight, and four. Yeah, Stout Manelli's obviously come through the Million Dollar Chase Masters Series. So won a heat there and then ran second in the final on Million Dollar Chase night in Sydney uh, last week. So definitely form that stacks up. And I think it is going to probably be the one to beat in this race. I just think that its best is probably a little bit quicker than these other dogs. Mm. Who knows, Darren's probably the biggest enigma in the race. It's It reminds me a lot of Kuron Cam in terms of it's a faultless beginner and it always seems to get out in front. And if it gets a break, it's good enough to hang on. But quite often you see these really do these real finishing types come over the top of it. But yeah. it's been a super dog for Don Turner, this one. And you know on its home track, you probably have to respect it a little bit from box seven. I just don't know whether it's going to be able to get over this field and lead. Um so yeah, I had uh, Stout Manelli on top from Agent Nine. Uh, sorry, from Max Rocker for Ben Rawlings. Uh, another dog had a really good run in the Country Cup as well uh, a few weeks ago at Angle Park. Came through that series, and I just think it's a dog that's got a bit of improvement still left in it as well. So I've got yeah, Stout Manelli from Max Rocker, Agent Nineteen, and then I've also got Springvale Maddie in as well for fourth for Gavin Harris. Just showing signs of getting back to its best at Angle Park, Springvale Maddie, and I just think from box one it might get a nice run and be able to. Uh, give them something to chase potentially as well. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think Springvale Maddie will end up winning that early speed battle, which is going to be on something fierce here as well, because even dogs like He's All Purpose can show great muster as well on its day. Uh, no, that race is, uh, the speed's going to be on there, and I just think it's just, suit, just going to suit a run-on type to perfection. 
Let's look ahead to the final heat, race seven. And this is probably my favourite race of the four heats, I think, with some of the quality that we've got here. So let's run through the field. Alvin Rose in box one for Tony Lagana. Fiorano for Brenda Oki in box two. Velocity Zalia in box three for Nicole Price. Box four could be king for Ben Rawlings. Box five, Basil Brush Rose for Renata Maruchik. Box six, Miss Artemis for Ashley Griffiths. Box seven, Oloise for Tim Richards. And box eight, Springvale Dave for Mick Giniotis. Todd, uh, it looks a race in two. Do you see anything upset in the apple cart between Fiorano and could be King? Uh, no, I, I, I don't see an upset here. This Quinella looks like it's going to ride itself pretty much. Uh, I, oh, I'm i really looking forward to seeing this battle as well. Um, I I have to stick with number two here, Fiorano. I did a, did a, um, the stewards trial here um, on, at Angle Park. And just absolutely flew in that. Uh, he's back at he's back at 100%. And this race, we went from a race which is chock a block full of pace. This race probably not probably the least amount of early speed out of the heats, but a lot of light, late um, strength here. I reckon there's every chance Fiorano could find itself in front or maybe second to a dog like Velocity Zali or o, o Louise early. Uh, Fiorano leads. I'm just going to look back to go. Where is the king? Where is could be king? Because um, you can't get that Fiorano get too far out of your sights there. Uh, no, this, this Quinella looks like an absolute certainty on paper, but Fiorano is my on-top selection uh, from four could be king. We all know that what this dog can do as well. And every now and again, he can actually jump a lot better than what he usually does. And he's not going to be bothered early by his next-door neighbor, Basil Brush Rose. He comes out very slowly. Pours at the boxes too. Nasty habit. If you get to watch him, he pours at the boxes, uh, Basil Brush Rose. Uh, but he, in saying that, he is my third selection as well because he's got a lot of field sense and navigates himself well in a field. And um, in for fourth, I'm going to put in what the dog I think will win the early lead battle, and that is number three, Velocity Zalia. But again, there's going to be some dogs just storming home here, which will be too strong for her, I believe. So two, four, five, and three will be my numbers. And um, yeah, I, I'm, this, you're, this is my favorite heat. I think Fiorano leads, and I actually think if it does lead, it gives Could Be King a fantastic run into the race as well. With Basil Brush Rose alongside Could Be King, it's going to get plenty of space, space early, yeah. I think. And I think it could just settle up nicely behind. i still got Fiorano on top. I just think that that dog's best at the moment is absolutely flying. And I just think it's going to be too good to um, too good in this field, I think, if, especially if it leads and it produces its best. I mean, through the Adelaide Cup Series, I don't think we could have got much more out of Fiorano than what we did. No. It was brilliant. Um, yeah, it's a beat could be king, which is it's an enigma, that dog. I think it's best is brilliant. And some days you just know, like you'll know within 50 metres with that dog, whether it's on or not. Yep. But I still think it's best is very good. It's best at Gawler is fantastic. It took out the Gawler Golden Maiden, Maiden in January yeah. and it won the Gawler Produce as well. So it's got form in, at Gawler and it's got form in feature races at Gawler. So I think you absolutely have to respect that. I've got Springvale Dave in for third for Mick Giniotis. Um, another one of his dogs that's going beautifully at the moment. He's uh, His kennel's going quite well at the moment. He's flying under the radar, uh, Mike. And I just think that that Springvale Dave is a dog that's going to be a pretty handy type in a race like this. Um, and then I had Velocity Zalia for Nicole Price in for fourth as well. So another really good dog for a trainer that's going really, really well. She had five winners five, on Sunday yeah. and another another home track dog as well that I think it could, um, you know, it has to be respected in a race like this. But I had Fiorano and could be King clearly on top. I think those two are the best. And I think the way Brenda Oakey's got Fiorano going, I think you have to really respect it in this race. Uh, absolutely, you do. Uh, if Fiorano leads, I would... There's a part of me I'd love to see Could Be King get to second, say around about where the puppy boxes and that are there, and then it's just going to be sit back and just enjoy this beautiful sport and two absolute dogs in their prime, uh, giving it their all. Um, uh, that is my favourite heat of all of them, and I'd say that with no disrespect to the others. 
And we've seen that with Could Be King and Fiorano. We saw it in the Kings and Queens final, how, how little there was between those two dogs on that night. There was nothing in it. And they're two really, really quality chasers. But it's a really quality field. And, you know, you've got to respect every dog in this race as well. You know, Miss Artemis is a really quality dog for Ashley Griffiths. Eloise, Tim Richards, you've got to have respect for that dog as well. So, I re- yeah, and Basil Brush Rose as well, which... He's due for a win, and if he's going <laughs> to pull a win at a good uh, price here, who knows what you might get uh, out of that dog as well. Oh, don't get me started on Basil Brush Rose. A lot of people know how I feel about Basil Brush Rose. He's broken me heart so many times. He has got so much ability and just always says get on me next time kind of about him. It's going to be a fantastic night of racing on Monday night. Have you got a best bet for us, Todd? We know you'll have plenty of tips for us on Monday at the Dogs SA, but have you got one for the Dogcast listeners that you think you could uh, tip us into on Monday night? Uh, I'll throw out two, but I'm expecting one of them to almost be um, maybe ridiculously short. But if um, if if they go up anything realistic, race one, number four, foot rot fender, he looks an absolute certainty as well, but I won't be surprised that if he's as short as, uh, I don't know, a Noompa Loompa of high heels on, he'll be short. So race one, number four, foot rot fender looks like the uh, Jimmy DeGoose kind of blind Freddy pick for mine. And believe it or not, I am actually going to stick with Fiorano in race seven. Um, I reckon even there might be a bit of meat on the bone there as, um, when it comes to price-wise, and that's no disrespect to could be king, but if Fiorano leads, I think Fiorano wins. So I am right now on paper, I'm going to stick with race one, number four, um, and if that's too short, race seven, number two, Fiorano. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Federal Fernando as a bit of an each-way pop as my best bet, I think. I just think that I was so impressed with that dog in the Country Cup. I was so impressed with that dog last Friday at Gawler. I just think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be able to lead in that race and it's going to be able to burn them off. So uh, what heat is that? That is race... Federal Fernando, he is... There he is. He is race five, which is heat number... Race five. Heat number two. Yeah, race five, number seven, Federal Fernando. So I think that's my best each-way bet on the card on uh, Monday night. But I think you're going to be able to find plenty of value if there's something you like in, in these heats as well. So be very keen to see what price the Dash of Blue is as well. I think yep. that's yep. another one you have to really respect in that race with Agent nine to, uh, Agent 99. So I think those two races will be really interesting for a bit of value and seeing how the markets shake out. Yeah, it, uh, when the when the markets go up here, that's going to dictate a lot of decisions and that too. Um but yet this, gosh, this is this is a this is a brilliant program. I know I set like a broken record, but when I got to see these fields and heats and that, I went, this is going to be brilliant. And again, the the the, the four hundred meter, the the sprint is just as good as the um, Gawler Cup for mine. Yeah, it's going to shape as a fantastic carnival, and looking forward to the heats on Monday night, Todd. It's been a pleasure. Matthew and Yates will be back next week to preview all the action for the Gawler Gold Cup final, and we will see you at the track. Cheers. Cheers.